When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Uh, as another hour is beginning, and we hope you'll take time to be with us uh, on the program today. Uh, the kickoff hour is done. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy, they do that every day, Monday through Friday, on most all the Rick and Bubba platforms. Uh, so if you're not catching that hour, uh, then do. It's part of the daily experience here uh, uh, when the Rick and Bubba content is, uh, is rolling live or archived. Uh, I told you Adler has settled in, so he's got the YouTube option for you live or archived today. Yesterday's Bible study also archived, uh, Genesis 35. So if you haven't caught that, uh, that is now available for you, archived on our YouTube channel or on our podcast channel if you just want the audio. Uh, There he sits, and we got a lot to unpack on the program today. Steve Ducey uh, from Fox & Friends will be with us late in the program and also will be interviewed by us on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast today. So you'll hear a little, little short hit uh, with the deuce, and uh, then we'll get into a longer conversation, which will come back, come out over the weekend wherever you get podcasts. But let's bring him in here, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master at a Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to the little gathering that we call Rick and Bubba. Wasn't it funny, you know, when we used to hear that song when we were kids, and I was thinking, why is he talking about his mom? He's a grown man. And then you go on to find out that that's actually what he called Sharon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's really talking about his wife's upset with him again. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. That I seemed to be a running theme, yeah. yeah. So, added a lot. Yeah, I remember the first time I heard them discuss that, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes oh, a lot okay. of sense then. Okay, I, I get it now. But I tell you, he's not going to Albuquerque, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, we don't think he is. Gosh, that's one. Bubba and I laughed. We cried over that scene. <laughs> not going to Albuquerque, yeah. I'll tell you that. Hello, Albuquerque. Hello, Albuquerque. All right, so we she went ahead and booked him anyway. Yes, she did. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, and start unpacking uh, the show today. 
I don't know that we'll get very far into the show because Bubba and I have already been laughing about it. Uh, this this thing where we're we're making the the elite leftists deal with their open border is owning me. Yes. When, when, when I looked yesterday, flipping around, and I saw us unloading illegal immigrants to on, on the people of Martha's Vineyard. That's a good one. I, let me tell you something. I started laughing mm-hmm. uncontrollably because, I mean, see, Martha's Vineyard, and then, you, then the Kamala Harris thing is, is as funny, if not more funny, but there's something about the Martha's Vineyard that hit me hard because that's where the elite leftists uh, go to pretend that, that the, they love all these policies, right. but then they wall themselves <laughs> off in the Martha's, Martha's Vineyards yeah. of the yeah. world <laughs> to never be impacted by it. So they take the world and uh, our country and destroy it, but then they don't live in the, in the problems that they've caused, and they isolate themselves with their wealth uh, in little places like Martha's Vineyard. And to watch those immigrants coming off that plane and their feet touching down in Martha's yeah. Vineyard oh, yeah. was was hilarious to me. Now, I thought to myself, James Taylor's got a different day today. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about people That's like uh, Oprah Winfrey, the oh, Obamas, yeah. uh, long uh, and distinguished golly. list of rich folks there. And <clears throat> the last numbers I saw, they had they had relocated almost ten thousand to Washington D.C. Oh. And the mayor there is calling for the National Guard to come out. Said we can't we can't deal well, with this. Yeah. Chicago has got like eleven thousand. New York is close to that. Uh, the numbers vary depending on who you talk to, but they they're they're crying. Hey, we're we're completely overrun here with ten or eleven thousand. And El Paso's going. You ought to try one hundred and twenty. There you go. So you see what we're dealing thousand. with. Yeah, 120,000. So, yeah, it, this is what goes around, comes around. If you want open borders and you want to be a uh, sanctuary city, then you need to put your money where your mouth is and step up because we're going we're gonna to transport them right to you. It's not going to be a Florida, Texas, Arizona issue. And, and if, if you are you know, an, an elite leftist and you're an open border person and you think that these border states are evil and, and racist and – Donald Trump is evil and racist for saying that you know bad people might come through the border. Uh, I will give you credit if you'll go out and embrace these people, settle them into your community, and say, "See, I don't know what you're upset about, but don't complain about it." Yeah, I mean, you you, you do not complain about it. Uh, we will not be hearing a complaint on it. No, no. If you're gonna be if you're gonna be a welcoming sanctuary uh, uh, city, you need to be welcoming and have a smile on your face. You right. better absolutely. You can't be welcoming when nobody's coming. No, you, you got to actually be welcoming when they show up. Well, Bubba, right. it's real easy for me to talk about open borders if it doesn't affect me. Right. Uh, right. But but if it affects you, then maybe you can decide if this is how you really feel or not. Or maybe you might come to the very logical, <clears throat> common sense decision. That vetting your borders is not racist, it's not evil, it's not mean, it's just logical. It's what it, a country does. It's what a sovereign country does, you know? And uh, so, so anyway, um, we'll, we'll uh, that's, uh, uh, it, it's, it's just, it, it's so elementary to yeah. me. I don't, yeah. I don't even understand why we're having a, a border discussion because it seems so elementary. Well, I think, and I, I, I didn't want to think this for a long time, but there's no other, you know, no other uh, point you can get to in this other than they are trying to water down the vote in Texas and in Florida and prevent them from being red states in national elections, uh, purple at best. Yep. But if you take either one of those states out, the Republicans can never win another national election ever at any right. point. So it, it doesn't matter about policy or issues or taxes. I mean, you're, you're just not going to win it. So, um, 
you know, maybe we need to uh, to flip that around on a few states and, you know, invade maybe Connecticut or Delaware or somewhere. You know, we, we could overrun them with conservatives if we wanted to. Oh, I, I just, I just, I, it just was so funny to see it. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was well, just. Well, they, they, they're unloading them this morning on Fox News. Griff was out there in front of the Naval Observatory where sure. the vice president lives. And, I mean, it, Rick, they had two busfuls. It looked like they was easy. 200 people out there. I, I totally acknowledge that Kamala Harris's residence, that that should be funnier to me, but something about Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> I know. Just, I mean, it just hit me. Think about Larry David there. I mean, it, it, just, it just hit me so hard yeah. because that that is the bastion of the elite leftist yep. that, that, that loves all these things that don't affect them. Right. And, and for it to affect them. And, Where yeah. they promote these policies and then they recruit. Run back to Martha's Vineyard so they don't have to deal with it. Exactly, yeah. Not anymore. Uh, 16 minutes past. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so let's talk a little bit about a product called Eden Pure. Uh, You know, when you think about your home, and, you know, there's certain parts of your home that, that, of course, if you ever, no matter how many times you go in there, usually if it's something to do with a basement or something like that, there's this musty smell, and you've done everything you can do to get rid of it, okay? But have you ever, like, walked out into the backyard after a thunderstorm moved through and how, how fresh the air uh, smells and, and, and how wonderful that is? What if you could make uh, every room in your house smell like a thunderstorm just came through? Well, that's what Eden Pure a uh, thunderstorm air purifier is all about. And here's what I want to show you. We have them. Uh, we, we got th- this is the size of it. I, I want you to look at, look at this. If, if you've seen other products that, uh, that that try to make these same claims, I mean, some of them are are, are really big. They're real bulky. And this is it. Uh, you know, we're going to get you a three-pack because that, that way that can get most of your house. Uh, and what this does is it, it, it eliminates odors. Uh, it doesn't just cover them. Uh, you know, it, it kills mold. It kills mildew, bacteria, you know, all the viruses that, uh, that you know, you see out there and you're trying to say, I want to be breathing clean air. Uh, and, and so if you would like to, to get these, uh, we're going to get you $200 off. Now, I want you to think about that. I mean, look, look at you, Bubba. You walk around. Can you believe it? I mean, I'm, I remember having walkie-talkies bigger than that. I know. I mean, and so this is so. Come in, Rick. Come, in. come in, Bubba. Come in. Come, come in. Uh, th- we're going to get you two hundred dollars off an Eden Pure Thunderstorm three pack uh, for your whole home protection. Three units for under two hundred dollars. That's a fraction of the cost. If you've seen other air purifiers out there, they can go up to six hundred bucks. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you need clean, fresh air. And with a special order, uh, you're getting three units for under 200 bucks. So shipping also is going to be free. Bubba, what? Shipping's free, too? Shipping is free. Shipping is free. Shipping will be free. So so here it is right now. So go to, to this website, Eden, like the Garden of Eden, EdenPureDeals, D-E-A-L-S, dot com. EdenPureDeals.com, and our discount code is Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, then the number three. Okay? EdenPureDeals.com. Rick and Bubba is the code. Save $200 and have your home smelling like a thunderstorm just moved through. Uh, all right, a couple of videos. Bubba, you started laughing just at the <clears throat> thought of it. You know, we, we love Babylon B. I was looking at one of the headlines. Did y'all see the one where Mike Lindell is – 
is uh, protecting himself from the FBI in a my pillow fort that he built. Oh my god! That's funny. That's such good stuff. Uh, uh, so anyway, Babylon B from time to time. It, it's not just headlines with them. Also, another good one today. Press Secretary Jean Pierre blindsided by journalists asking a question. Uh, but anyway, so um, um, uh, also it says. Um, Worries rise as White House, you know, looking for something positive. You know, they're really trying to, to put that lipstick on right oh, now. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. And the pig will not hold still. But, but they're holding the we are currently, uh, we are not currently being nuked by China party. Yeah, you know, They're looking for That's anything. Good. That's good. So, uh, Greg, all of this one hits on from Babylon Bay on every one of us. And Adler, you're going to, when this happens to you, remember this day. Dad attends back to school night to learn what grade his kids are in. So anyway, um, that's true. But back to this one, you know how we, we're, we're afraid that Californians are going all over the country and trying to ruin other states. Um, this is a, a, a skit. Babylon B does this too. Uh, ex Californians having trouble adjusting to life in Texas. Oh, are you ready? This is from Babylon B. Here we go. <laughs> Someone's going to the house. Someone's going to the house. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Oh, you're called the pops. I'm going to call the pops. Uh, we're recording you. No, 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 no. It's okay. I, I, I'm just your neighbor coming by to say howdy. Oh, huh. sorry about that. Notice the mask. Yeah, we're not used to people stopping by to say howdy <laughs> without assaulting us first, robbing us, or defecating on our lawn. <laughs> Sometimes all three. <laughs> the trifecta. We're from Los Angeles. Just moved to Texas. I figured. Oh, the California plates? Yeah, the masks. Inside your own house. No one else around. 2022. (laughs) We just want to be extra safe. We feel naked without masks. We'll probably wear them for the rest of our lives. We'll be buried in them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you seem like a lovely couple. Like I said, it just... Wanted to drop by and welcome you to the neighborhood. Why? Do you want something? Oh, no, 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 no. They're, uh, I think he's being friendly. <laughs> People around here are friendly, like we've seen in the movies, right? <laughs> I thought that was just make-believe, like superheroes or families that go to church. No, 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 that's a myth. <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> so, uh, I live in that house over yonder. The name's Kevin. Hi, Kevin. I'm Tiffany. She, her. And I'm Steve. He, him. What are your pronouns? <laughs> I don't believe in pronouns. I think they're reductive. In fact, just your asking about it is a microaggression. Oh, my gosh. I am so sorry. I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I like all pronouns. My favorite is you. <laughs> Yeah. I don't get it. Exactly. <laughs> so, if you need anything, just holler. My wife and I'd be happy to help. Baby, he has a gun. Oh, I'm calling the cop. I'm recording you. No, no, no. no. Recording it's you. okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is, that is dead oh, on. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Oh, that's great stuff. We right plan there. on wearing masks like and even being buried in them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. See, we don't mind you leaving California for the red states. Just don't bring your craziness oh, with you. Man, yeah. that's good. Acknowledge that it was crazy and leave it behind. There you go.
I thought that was a myth, like families that go to church. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so good. good. That's good. We're gonna have to watch that like again later in the show. <laughs> that is uh, too. That good. is funny. At, at Babylon B, Gosh. thank you, thank y'all for using comedy to make so many great points. Yeah. Um, Speaking uh, of comedy, oh, yeah. do we have this? All right, so the, we we got to show this real quick. You know, the Queen is laying in state in Westminster Hall, and of course she has to be guarded. And anytime you have people guarding. Standing with their knees locked, you know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to fall. Don't we know the knees lock thing, Rick? Especially I, if I'm, I'm. Listen, I'm sorry about this, and I know this probably makes me a bad person, but I'm just going to admit it. People passing out is funny to me. I'm always going to laugh. I don't care if it's the Queen. I can't help. She's dead. It's just funny. And I'm sorry we're going to watch this and laugh at I, it. I hope this guard is okay. He hit, he face plants. He's on the front left. Oh, I see him already. And see, they're on a little riser. They're up about a foot, maybe 18 inches, and he's standing there with that uh, stick in his hand, whatever they call I'm it. I'm sure it's got a fancy word. Yeah. Watch him, Rick. He is going down going like a down. tree. Oh, oh my goodness. No. If we could, could, could oh we all be God. really quiet and hear the thud? That is his face hitting. Listen. Listen. Shh. Oh, is that his face? Yes, that's what I'm oh, saying. My mouth, mouth, my mouth. I had to break his nose. I hope he's, uh, I mean, he's. he's oh, that's not made it Maybe it was the rod. That's don't don't, don't act like you care. No, I don't. I, oh, yeah. Let me tell you, that won't be the that won't be the last one that passes out during all this. Well, like I said, I mean, they're going to just parade her around and stare at her <laughs> but for a while. Give me the James Brown uh, comparison. Who, who's, who's ahead right now? Right, right now, James Brown is yeah, still in the lead, believe it or not. Boss, but yeah. He beat but, Casey Casey. Yeah, maybe. that's true, and it was a, quite a duel. Yeah. But what I'm saying, you know what's happened, Greg? You know how you have to be in – There's con- the beef eaters. You know how you have to be in, in shape – for this kind of stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's seventy years. Yeah, they she's ain't been, had she, to do this in a while. She's been the queen. Nobody's had to stand this long next to a casket in, in seventy years. You're right. Have now, you I seen mean, like, and we've all exactly seen the videos right. like where they're on a parade field, and they and one of them passes out, and they'll just run and drag them off the field, oh, yeah. and another oh, one yeah. run and take yeah. the place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just there's also a family member. They said uh, fainted or felt faint that they came and, and assistance got them away before they hit. Uh, that was part of the, I guess, the guest list that was there. Yeah. I always feel bad when the groomsmen start dropping like flies. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I've been to one of those. Oh, yeah. I saw a groomsman go right into a piano yeah. one time. <laughs> oh, and no. I'm t- I, couldn't, I couldn't hardly – I about fell apart, Rick. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. COVID updates. The high priest of health himself, uh, Fauci. It's anecdotal. Uh, Fauci and his nemesis, Rand Paul, go at it again. Oh, I uh, love this. Uh, anytime these two are chatting, uh, you just love it. So um, Rand Paul is so put out uh, with Fauci's uh, shucking and jiving uh, and not being uh, straightforward and not being transparent about his dealings and how he gets royalties and who he gets paid and the deals he's cut over the years. Let me tell you all something. One, Fauci has gone to the bank. Uh, yeah, uh, and and Rand Paul has had enough of it, and he is really, really hoping that the midterm elections go the way of the Republicans. And uh, he has a little word to say to uh, to his favorite. Um, um, what, what what is Fauci's title? Even? He National, is the yeah. What is it? National uh, Institute, Institute of Allergy Infectious. Yeah, Infectious say, Diseases or something. National yeah. Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases Director. Okay. For a minute, we were mumbling worse than the president. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I was trying to stop. I didn't want to talk yeah. over him, but yeah. Um, yeah. 
That, that, and his title's there on the screen with us. Okay, good. All right, so here come. What what are his credentials? Is he? A, is he? A, I know that uh, that uh, the first lady's a doctor. Is Fauci a doctor? Oh, oh she's yeah. a heck of a yeah. doctor. Yeah, yeah, according to Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. she's fantastic. Matter of yeah. fact, uh, Fauci's she, wonderful. She, she sees patients every day. You know, I one of my fellow doctors, uh, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. So here we go, Rand Paul to Doctor Fauci. Immunology. Any of the guidelines for vaccines? You know, do any of the guidelines for vaccines from the government include previous infection as something to base your decision making on with vaccines? Do uh, any of the guidelines involve previous infection? That's why you're ignoring previous infection because it doesn't involve any of the guidelines. And furthermore, we've been asking you, and you refuse to answer whether anybody on the vaccine committees gets royalties from the pharmaceutical companies. I asked you last time, and what was your response? We don't have to tell you. We've demanded them through Freedom of Information Act, and what have you said? We're not going to tell you. But I tell you this, when we get in charge, we're gonna change the rules, and you will have to divulge where you get your royalties from, from what companies, and if anybody on the committee has a conflict of interest, we're gonna learn about it. I promise you that. Uh, Mr. Chair, can I, can I respond to that, please? Hey. Okay, there are two aspects for what you said. You keep saying you approve, you do this, you do that. The committees that give the approval are FDA through their advisory committee. The committees that recommend are CDC through their advisory committee. And you keep saying, I'm the one that's approving a vaccine based on certain data. So I don't really understand, with all due respect, Senator. You're the and one I have, that said you would not reveal, no. you would not reveal what companies well, well, gave, you the, gave you royalties or what company gave the other scientists royalties. Gotta move That's on. what you told oh, the committee. Senator Paul, so, gotta move on. I, could I please answer that? Briefly, you yes. keep asking committees, they're not my committees. They're the VERPAC committee for the FDA and the ACIP for the CDC. So I don't have any idea what goes on. And they with won't the re- reveal as well as you won't reveal. The point, see, he's dodging the question. Yeah. He, well, I don't have anything to do with what this is. These two committees do all this. You're acting like I'm involved in it. And what Rand Paul, I think, was trying to say is I'm not, I'm asking you, will you tell us whether you get royalties from these companies or not? And, and are any of the other scientists that are, that are working on this, who gets royalties? From these pharmaceutical companies, if they get, if they're rolling out vaccines, uh, that's what we want to know. And, and I mean, he, they've, and, they've, and he never says, "Well, I don't get royalties from these companies." I mean, they've they've created all these rules now where drug reps, you know, can't go in and do this or mm-hmm. give them pins or whatever, you know, all mm-hmm. this silly stuff. But we can't, we don't know what drug companies are giving royalties to the people who are actually deciding these vaccine things. Y'all, we wouldn't allow that in anything else, and we're we're talking about our health with this. I mean, wouldn't y'all think? And, and again, I he won't answer and, the and question. And Fauci does have influence on those on those committees. You better believe because he, does. he is the highest paid civilian in this country that we pay out of the tax dollars. So That's he has he has some responsibility in this. If he doesn't, then he's way overpaid. Right. But the point is, we don't know what he's doing, and this goes back to the thing of the money that is given to research. So we have institutions that are given government grants to do research. Well, when they make a discovery, the person who makes the discovery gets the patent, not the government back or not the institution. So this kind of gets into this songwriting thing we always have to deal with. Who legitimately should 
hold the patent on that? Who should profit from it? And should they have to pay back the people who gave them seed money to begin with? There should be some goal in there so that these guys work to discover this stuff, but I don't know that they should get rich off of our taxpayer dollars and us as taxpayers get nothing back. What the Rand Pauls of the world want to know, and I want to know as an American citizen, and I really don't care which party finds out for me, no, uh, but but I think we all like, like and I'm not, let's just say that let's go back to when masks were were all the craze, okay? And some people still wear them all the time. And yeah, that's, especially that, if you're from California, and, and that's your business, okay? What if you found out that Bub and I were, which somehow we had influence, and you found out that we were saying that look, we've talked to these committees and the masks. This particular mask is the one that, that will, will do the best job, and there's no mask that's better than it. All right. And this is the one you need if you want to make sure you, you minimize your infection. Okay? And you found out that Bubba and I got royalties off those type masks. Okay? The other masks we didn't get royalties off of. But we got royalties off those. Wouldn't you question our motivation? Well, yeah. You I, should. I, I mean, wouldn't you? You should. It, and you found out, oh, so th- that particular mask, they actually get a royalty off of. And you would want to know that, wouldn't mm-hmm. you? If we're up here espousing about those masks, you'd want to know if we got any action on that, wouldn't you? I would think you would. And, and it may be that somebody can have action on something and still be giving you uh, untainted information. Mm, I still want to know it, you know, because I know human nature. Yeah, then, uh, then yeah, I can weigh right. that into my assessment of what I'm being told and right. everything else. Yeah. Right. It's um, it's uh, it's called full disclosure, transparency, right. and then let the cards fall where they may. You may go, well, no, those are still the best masks, so I want to go with that. So I know how this is going to go. If I'm a Republican, okay, I think that fa- what, what Rand Paul did, that he really made Fauci look dumb. If I'm a Democrat, I say, well, he answered his question. I don't know what I think about <laughs> Rand Paul and see what's happening, though. But let's now take our Republican, our Democrat, our Independent, whatever. Let's remove all those titles, and let's ask all of ourselves this question. Did Dr. Fauci answer the question whether he gets royalties off these vaccines? No. Okay. Did he answer the question, are there any scientists no. that are making these decisions that get royalties off certain vaccines? No. Okay. So we all can agree, no matter what our politics are, that Fauci never told us whether he got royalties or not. Yeah, well, he and he never has laid out how the royalties work. Is that a fair question? I think. I mean, very, a fair statement. I think it's yeah. very fair. Yeah. So, because uh, I know how it's going to go. We well, answered the question. Matter of fact, Rand Paul's looks stupid because he don't know how these committees work. I don't know why y'all think that's something. Well, yeah, but, it, but we're looking for whether the, who gets the royalties. It, it, we're politi- all looking for that. In political ads, you have to acknowledge who paid for it. Right. We have fairness in advertising laws. You can't just get on here and run commercials that say crazy stuff. You have to actually back it up. Yeah. But we don't have that same transparency in the drug industry. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And uh, we're trying to have some uh, fun and update you at the same time. Even when we're updating things that aren't a lot of fun the way we do it, I hope sometimes it can at least be so- somewhat fun. Uh, and John Lennon. Can, can I follow up on that last segment just briefly, Rick? Sure. In the email? Sure. Got several drug reps who have emailed and mm-hmm. said, we have a thing called the Sunshine Act. Oh, Sunshine. Said former pharmaceutical rep and said the Sunshine Act was created for us to report every thing of value we give to a healthcare provider. So if we do lunch, we report it. Snacks, medical books, speaking honorariums, you can look up Sunshine. any doctor and see who is giving them money, except apparently for Fauci. Yep. 
Never once did he so say. So why, why, doesn't, why doesn't the good Dr. Fauci fall under all this? Can I tell you this? If I was sitting in his position with everything that is going on. Because he's the man. And, and all the different, you know, trying to decipher propaganda versus true science versus politics versus everything. If I were sitting in his position, no matter – I wouldn't play the little trick of, well, you don't know how these committees work. You're asking yeah. what I'm doing. I would say, but let me be clear. Yeah, let me show let, you let, exactly. let me be clear, since the American people, as a civilian, I am the highest paid civilian that the taxpayers pay for. Mm-hmm. Okay? Since that is the case, okay, I want to be crystal clear. I'm here to do everything I can possibly do to minimize the loss of life and the destruction of our country during things like epidemics and pandemics. And I receive zero royalties from any pharmaceutical company that might be producing a vaccine or a drug that helps us in the process of fighting it. I get zero royalties because I don't want to be in that position with this important job. That would be, wouldn't that just be a, how refreshing did that sound? Oh, I know. Sounds pretty good. But by the way, we're not getting that. No. Uh, All right. So now, (laughs) Bubba, up next, Biden. Oh, Oh, Joey. They love each other, Joey. Anybody <laughs> uh, know? Basement Joe. Yeah, I got him hairy legs. Got hairy Basement legs. Basement Joe. I'm down there where the basketball team, best basketball is. Corn pop. Think I'm the only white guy down there. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then, <laughs> is it Gretchen? So now Gretchen Whitmore, the queen of Michigan. Oh, no, no. Um, we're now going to see the president holding hands with Queen Whit- Whitmer uh, at the Detroit Auto Show. And then we have various, uh, they're very short, audio clips, God love him, uh, of our president uh, attempting to say some things that are that at our times are unintelligible. Uh, like us at times. Is that jail uh, mask. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and so uh, we're and then he gets confused leaving the stage again. So, mm. a Detroit Auto Show. Uh, first of all, here he is. Uh, uh, let's see, it's it's, it's, it's so it, uncomfortable. Why it, is he holding the governor's hand? Yeah, here why he, she got a mask uh, look, and nobody else. I tell you why she's holding his hand because she's trying to be sure he can not get lost on where he needs to go. And he's that's what it looks like, like doesn't it? Does and he he's think- creepy. Does he think he's holding Jill's hand and then sees her and realizes I got the wrong one? Well, that's not Everybody out of the realm of possibility. Everybody else in this picture does not have a mask on except Jill. Right. Well, Jill's so probably cussing in her mask because her husband's yeah. holding hands with some lady for some reason. Right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Jill being here. Didn't he turn down Whitmer to, to take Kamala? Yes. Yes. So. She was up there. She was up yeah. there on the list. Right. He's I like, feel, ooh, I don't know what I was thinking. I feel so bad for that security guy. Uh, I feel so, so bad for him. Uh, I feel so bad for her. <laughs> uh, when you look at her, Back she up, really Terry. does She does look like like in a Disney show, an evil queen, doesn't she? <laughs> she really does. Uh, is she really? I feel so bad for her. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, so, so next uh, we're going to have. Uh, uh, he's around equipment. Uh, watch him uh, attempt to say the United States of America. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. Listen, listen, everybody This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. For God's sake. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. Save that one. Yeah. Save that one. Why is he always mad and hollering? Because, because, he's, the United because he's a cranky States. old man with dementia. That's why. Yeah, they tend to do that. Because it's the United, United States, States of America. America. Yeah. Yeah. It's the United States of America. I'm trying to be sharp, and I'm going to deliver it. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, oh, yeah.
I yeah, got this me a is man, the United States Khmer, for God's sake. I'm a, I'm a, let's see if we can even try to say I it. I thought back. he said it's the United States Camaro. I, okay. uh-huh. I say well, that in your mind when he says this time. This is the United States Khmer, for God's oh, God. sake. Camaro. This is the United States Khmer, God's sakes. You <laughs> grab another one of my plums off my trees, you <laughs> kids. God's sakes. Get out of my yard. Again, it's almost like his tongue. He can't, his tongue he just can't play with everybody else. You know what I mean? It's like this if, is if, the if United it, States Camaro. For was God's a, sake! If his tongue was a position player, the coach would be going, "Come on, man, let's go!" Why <laughs> are you so lethargic? Why, why, would you not? Let's Come go, on. man. You dragon, Speedy. I know your point, but for some reason, I'm cringing. Yeah, I, I know. I was I too, know yeah, it's just because it doesn't sound like this, it can it's, catch up. It's United States Camaro. God, sakes. Uh, so uh this is the united states camara for god's sake oh man that's uh, so much worse than i thought it was going to be my fellow americans you are going to deserve everything you get if you don't change this government quickly right, this next one we're not done don't you think we're done now he's going to attempt th- isn't he going to attempt to thank them for the invitation now catch this one yeah mm-hmm. whitmer thank you for the invitation today <laughs> whitmer Thank you for the invitation today. Oh, my gosh. Whitmer. Everyday. Thank you for the invitation today. Everdation? The Everdation here for Camara. Today. Queen Whitmer, thank you for the Everdation. And thanks for holding my hand. Camara? Your hair smells good. Whitmer, thank you for the Everdation today. Oh, my goodness. And your hair smells fantastic. Here at America Mar. <laughs> United States, come on. Okay. You know who my favorite magician is? Uh, all right. So now now we're going to see the president, after all this, get confused on leaving the stage again. Oh, what? But, but, Bubba, please. Not that way, sir. Sir, no. no, no back the other that way. way. That's go. the way to go. Always. Always. It seems like it's always that. Just always go that way, buddy. Look, now he looks and goes, Where am I going? Maybe at the end of the teleprompter. I'm the president of the United States, Camara. Maybe at the end of the teleprompter, it needs to have an arrow. Like, exit that way. Well, he'll say it. (laughs) Arrow, left. Once again. Arrow, that way. American, go, exit that way. Uh, uh, United States, Camara. Once again, and I know this is happening. I know it's happening. I'm chief of staff, okay? All right, guys, for the love of all that's good and kind, can we please not let him stand there and not know where to go? How many times have we talked about it and they're all going, we're pointing which way to go? <laughs> they need do, an air do, horn do, to do blow not, on the do side. Not, right. Don't let him wander around up there again. I mean, he's the president of the United States Camara, for God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Once my head a flashlight was like it would flash it to the side. Yeah, that might scare Go scary. to the light. Yeah, that that's might scary. Why are you flashing that at me? But don't you know this goes on? How does this keep happening? <laughs> if I'm chief, of, if I'm chief of staff, I'm losing my mind. How does this keep happening, yeah. guys? It's it's it, for guys. Thanks. I don't know what's going on. Here's a, here's a tweet from him yesterday, and it says. You all know I'm a car guy. Today I visited the Detroit Auto Show and saw firsthand the electric vehicles that give me so many reasons to be optimistic about our future. That car is not an electric vehicle. No, that's, that's the, a, the car in vet. the picture of the tweet is not an electric no. vehicle. Who's chief of staff? Because you know he didn't top that. That's somebody doing it so oh, far. Yeah. He couldn't top it that. No way to get on that power grid if we're going to be charging all of them. Yeah. yeah. We might want to upgrade you, it. Your phone calls are next. We got a lot out there. We've thrown a lot at you.
Uh, so we'll hear your comments, your topics, whatever you want to talk about. At 866-WE-BE-BIG, all 10 lines are available. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Green Acres, fellas. Uh, thanks for the call, brother. Uh-uh. How's everything in Tennessee? Oh, it is sunny and beautiful. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it is. So, uh, the Detroit Auto Show. Are y'all familiar with a TikToker by the name of Daniel Mack? I am, I am not. I am not. No. no, I'm not. So he's the boy who goes around asks everybody what they do for a living because they're in these nice, you know, big fancy cars. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Right. And he uh, had gotten President Biden when he was in an electric Cadillac. And he had asked him, you know, what he did for a living, and he was like, you know, I make this, this country run and try and get everybody in electric vehicles. But just the expression on his face, I know y'all talked about, you know, yeah, these videos where you're like, you know, it's just sad, yeah. you know, watching him now. And I never really got that till yesterday when I saw that. Oh, okay, TikTok. so that was your big wake-up call? You act, you that, that really revealed it to you? Like, uh, it just not not be on mainstream media, just you know, just just somebody TikTok, you know. No, I understand. I, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it, there, there's moments when you look at it, especially if you've had friends or family members that that they've gone down this really difficult process of losing their cognitive skills. Uh, you, you see the signs of it. You see the facial expressions. You see the body movements. You see the shuffling of the feet. And, and those blank looks on the face and all that. It's, I mean, it really is sad. Of course, you know, it, it's sad, but really it just affects those of us who love them. Mm-hmm. When someone's running the free world, uh, it, 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 it go, it, it's sad, but it's also scary. You know, and, yeah. and, and, that, and that, that, so there's a couple of emotions running. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got that if you guys want it. or, or, or... Yeah, y- y'all want to see this? Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hey, excuse me. Your car is awesome. What do you do for a living? Well, I'm married to Jill Biden, and uh, I uh, make sure we make a lot more electric vehicles in America. Oh, that's amazing. What kind of car is this? It's a Cadillac. Okay. And an electric vehicle on that. Uh, that's exactly right, and it's quick. That's awesome. Well, thank you, you so much. you want to get in the back and come ride with me. <laughs> but I'm going all the way to Washington here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate well, thank it. Thank you, man. See you guys. But you want to go to Washington? <laughs> I just met the president. Okay. For a minute, I think I don't think he knew he was president. <laughs> uh, so it was uh, all right. He was trying to be. Yeah, he was. Yeah. God I'll love him. him, hey, God, I'll uh, him oh, I don't. Oh, but do I take Rich's call out of Hoover, Alabama? Hmm? I got no You're more than that. You're the only Rick. one that can tell. Yeah. See we what can't he's see. Saying. Well, yeah. and even call. and even I am a little shaky because you know I wear the uh, we we tried to name them you know a progressive progressive lenses. It, they're bifocals. <laughs> okay. And right. and and this is at the distance where each part of the bifocals they don't know which one of them should look at this. <laughs> so so you can't a lot of times it's just blurry because yeah. the bottom says I'm not sure it's me and the top says I, is it me? <laughs> it, it's at a distance where both of them are fighting to see it <laughs> and it's really odd. But anyway, uh Bubba just hang on to yourself because this is you know, you got hey, you got surgery next week, so no, don't, no, don't no, get no. stirred. No, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, Rich, good. I'm in a good place. Yeah, you know Rich, Rich, go ahead. Rich, Mitch, who, who? Mitch. Mitch. All right, Mitch, go ahead. <laughs> well, I want to talk to Bubba about. Uh, he keeps on saying that the '80s was the greatest decade. Uh, he didn't live the '70s, so I'd like to correct him on that. The '70s 
were fantastic. You had all of the classic rock that you guys listen to now was not classic. It was first time on the stage from uh, Fleetwood Mac to Frank. Time out. Time out. Like we're not trolling. Oh, okay. Oh, come on. Uh, so, uh, it, it, Sir, it in the was, '70s, uh, how old were you? I'm doing actually doing a study on this. I I went through the teenagers. That's it. Teenage years okay. during that time. So see, I think the nine. Okay. Backyard football. Yeah. Fried chicken at the house, smelling through the neighborhood. It was just the great. So I have decades of the '70s. Yeah, because you weren't having to pay okay. the 21 Rick, percent listen, interest rate your is, parents were. Well, I know, but here's the thing: you were a teenager in the '80s, right? Uh, I was a teenager. Yeah. Let's see, I've started. 82, I was 18, so I was I was a teenager in the 70s, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, I went from 13 all the way to 19 through the 70s, so I just I got a little taste of it all. It was fantastic. I've actually well, been asking people this question because I, I think it's the 90s, and that was my teenage years. This guy said the 70s because it was teen- – I think it's – I think your mindset is based on the teenage years. Um, Hams. Because I can come up with a lot of things just like y'all can when it comes to the – Hams, y'all are both the, just the dead 90s. wrong. I'm sorry. That's I fine. love you both. <laughs> but that's that's uh, your opinion, and that's fine. I'm doing a little study behind it. And what I'm saying is everybody that I've asked this question to, because I'm interested in it, because I did think it was just me, they're saying the teenage years. Sir, that's it, the only reason I, ask. I understand the music part of that. I got that. But there is no way you can say the 70s was the greatest decade of all time. When you had Jimmy Carter as president. It's just not possible. And we had gas. We had cars on the side of the road that run out of gas because they they could only buy gas on odd or even days and all that stuff. I mean, that's crazy. 21% interest rate. Hey, good luck getting the house. Well, it goes back to Helmsley's point. I guess if I was a teenager and I didn't have to buy that's anything. The, that's the yeah, thing. But, but, it just, but again. The, the Russians were running roughshod all over the place. We had hostages in Iran. We couldn't get them out. We couldn't even fly our helicopters in the desert at night for sandstorms. We were crashing. It was just a big embarrassment. It's a lot like right now, as a matter of fact. Well, he based the entire decade on his musical taste, and I agree with him musically the 70s were superior to the 80s. But not, not life. Oh, the eighties we kicked butt, man. And I was a teenager in the seventies and the eighties, just like you were. Seriously, uh, all when when all said and done, Rick, we step into eternity. Everybody's going to agree the eighties were the greatest decade. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, Bubba, we we have, um, you know, I don't know if politicians know this or not, but uh, our people, we're living in a time where you know, all we have to do is go back and, and watch and listen to all the various recordings of you. Uh, if you say one thing and we all go, well, that's not true. I, I remember you. No, I, that's not true. We can just go back and find recordings of things. They're readily available and they're everywhere. You're living in the era of documentation. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the, the whole wide world is documenting everything. So um, kind of thankful I didn't grow up in that time. But. Yeah. So, Speaking of the '80s, that's another positive for the '80s, Rick. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we've already played a montage of Hillary Clinton claiming that the election was stolen from her, and I don't know if this is the new thing the Democrats are doing is is claiming they never said these things because now you know Trump has made the same claim, so now they can't they can't be they can't pretend that they understand yeah. that claim because they've right. made similar claims. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah. So. Um, I will tell you that that Stacey Abrams has so claimed that she is the legitimate governor of Georgia 
to the level that when we were in Atlanta last weekend, at one point, Sherry thought she was the governor. <laughs> Sherry okay. said, well, you know, the governor, Stacey Abrams. I said, baby, she's not the governor of Georgia. No, okay. and she According said, to her, she is. And she said, no, I think she is. I said, no. I said, when we came into Georgia, it had Governor Kemp on the sign. <laughs> Uh, and now it doesn't seem like he's the governor. I'll give you that, uh, but I but but he did win. Well, now Stacey Abrams is uh, is going to to tell us first on the view, the view that she never denied that she lost the election, and then we're going to play you a montage of her saying that the election was stolen. Well, she him. never conceded the election to this day. I Remember don't think that? she ever conceded. Yeah. Her or Roy Moore. Yeah, thank you, Greg. All right, here we go. Stacey Abrams on The View saying, I never, I didn't, I never did that. I have never denied that I lost. <laughs> what? So that's that. That's, I've never denied that I, I lost. Cut that a little quick. And no. Yes, right. But here is her saying. Challenge with our voting system in the state of Georgia. I never denied the election. I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. You refuse to concede and say that you lost. Do you stand by that decision today? Absolutely. The election was not fair. The process was not fair. Was the election in Georgia statewide a free and fair election? It was not a free and fair election. But will I say that this election was not tainted, was not a disinvestment and a disenfranchisement of thousands of voters? I will not say that. You uh, notably did not concede. I did not. Okay, you acknowledged that he won, but you did not concede. Correct. Five months later, do you still feel like your opponent won through voter suppression? Yes. Georgia voters did not have their votes counted. They were not allowed to cast votes. They had their votes discarded. And it was not fair to those who filled out absentee ballots. And depending on the county you sent it to, it either was counted or not counted, assuming you received it in time. Brian Kemp oversaw for eight years the systematic and systemic dismantling of our democracy, and that means there could not be free and fair elections in Georgia. So you don't feel that you lost fair and square. Okay. There you go. I'm very confused. What complicates this slightly is Brian Kemp was Secretary of State, so right. he was over the election. Right. And she's saying so he... He, he was in the position to suppress voters and all this. I, I've never completely got, and I know historically we have had that, but in modern history, I just haven't seen that widespread. There's too many groups out registering people and poll watching and all of that. But I would ask this, if, if Stacey Abrams thinks that her election was stolen, wouldn't it also be reasonable to say that the last presidential election could have been stolen in Georgia? Or what changed? Because yeah, Brian Kemp's the governor now, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't under. I'm, I'm very confused by her now saying she never said that she yeah. didn't lose. The well, election. I think she's. I think she's playing, she's playing with the games. words there. She's playing yeah. games. Uh, but anyway, th- there you go. Um, all right. So I'm also intrigued by video ten. Um, for some reason, Adler he he he's got a video today that is titled "Let's Play Guess That Sound." <laughs> Um, Before yeah. we do that, let me ask you this: Do you do you actually know what the sound is? Yes, okay. it's video. It's okay. it is a video. <clears throat> now, now I'm wondering whether this is like the world famous, never worn out, always brought back to life. Name that sound radio promotion. Yeah, um, we've done that. We we've we've been part of that. Have you ever heard they named the sound promotion? 
I, yeah, it's the thing that like people on radio do. Yeah, mm. yeah, right. Yeah, can we, we actually do without watching the video first to see if we can get it? That's what I wanted. That's okay. what I'd love yeah, to do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd love to do. Okay. That. Right. Y'all want to? Y'all want to guess this sound? It's an eagle. All right. And so this is. Uh, hey, we not heard it yet. This oh. is lighter. You know, this is something light, something yes. fun. We're here yeah. to bring some fun and joy to people's lives. Let's see if the audience can guess Ooh, this sound too. Here we go. Evolve them. And I keep almost putting the video on the screen. Out of habit. Out of habit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, here, here, here. That's a dog. You're never going to guess. That's a bird. Parrot. Alligator. Monkey. So that's the whole that's the whole sample right there. He's giving you a lot more than they usually do in the radio oh, contest. Yes. Usually yeah. it's about a half a second. You can tell there's not a new car involved in this. <laughs> yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, who's, who's got a guess? I don't either. Y'all are like guessing a, animals. That's good guesses. An yeah. evil elf. Oh, Greg, it's good. Uh, it's going to be some brownie. Weird, it's going to be some brownie. weird animal. Brownie. Or a baby. That's a, that is a koala bear wanting a eucalyptus leaf. That's not bad, Greg. That's, that's Greg. not bad, Greg. Man, that's not good. bad, buddy. That's I'm not a bad. Say, yeah, I, I think it is. Baby uh, possum. That's a baby eagle wanting to be fed. You guys are right about it being a, a baby animal. Uh-huh. I believe it is a baby alligator. Oh, okay. That's All right. Good. Alligator. All right. Did you get him? Um, yeah. You know I didn't say baby. Yeah. I just said alligator. Baby yeah. alligator. But I think it is a baby something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna think. Um, like, like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like a baby monkey of some kind. Okay. In that, fa- in that family. I'm gonna change mine. Okay. Baby cheetah. Baby, baby cheetah. Ooh, that's that's not bad either. Right, here it is. One last time. <clears throat> Sounds like a kid. And that, that, it does sound like some cat. kind of cat. That's why I it went does. there. It does. All right, y'all want to know what it is? Yes, yes. I'm tired so, of hearing it. All right, that is a baby panda <laughs> oh bear. Oh, my goodness. Panda bear. That's what a baby panda sounds like, you guys. Who Look, knew that? I did not. I had no idea what a baby Listen panda sounded like. That's normally Keep what Greg thing. sounds like when it's, he's hungry. And it's he calling her. It's a big old mama right now. Oh, up to. It don't is you so not, cute. Oh, I know what it's yelling. Yeah. Cute little what, you're getting the temperature. I made that apparently. same sound last time I had a physical. <laughs> Have you ever seen how small they are when they're born? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think they're that's like, it, like Greg, a rat. Yeah, no, no, no. They're way smaller than that. <laughs> Greg, you, you They you grow said, quickly. They're no, bigger than you're like a index. rat. You, just, you, just, like a rat. I, you said hamster size. They're way smaller than that. Way smaller. But they're bigger than your index. No, they're this long. Look, he hates this. He can't believe it. What do you think he's saying? It's called Mama. 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 Oh, Mama. my butt. Mama. Mama. That's what he's doing. <laughs> I wish we had one right here in the yeah. studio. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you something. If Without she could, its mama. If she could get yeah. in there, she'd maul everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're sure not real. Is. I would like to put it on the no, counter. Mama like, pandas, Gregor, bad news. We could call yeah. it back and forth. Like, With the baby crying. And just walk to, uh, back and forth. I know, right here on the table. Yeah. All right. I did not, yeah. I did yeah. not know on that note. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> it, look at Look at video nine. Uh-oh. Now is it you're saying this from 1996? Yes, yes. This so is- there was a person that wanted to test their armored grizzly bear protection suit. Yes. Oh, Speaking yes. of how did that go? Yeah, I saw that. This Canadian inventor, and I'm using. Didn't we show this before? Probably. Probably. It's amazing. It's a yeah, good show. It really is. It's, it's an oh, only but a good. I say I want you to put what? that on. Just uh, who here would put the suit on? Let us all hit him. How much? Speedy. No, it's, it's going to be free. Speedy huh? would. Oh, who look at that! Not? Look at that! Oh, oh my! Look gracious. at that! 
This dude's just throwing himself down a mountain oh, in, a, awesome. in a body armor suit. That is so awesome. So how, how did it fat away? Oh, no. No. oh, oh my What about the baseball bat to the head? Guys, I don't know about all that. I got to think the truck hitting him was the best. Oh, there's no doubt. I don't know. Going down the mountain. That's pretty good. You're right. The baseball bat's good. Yeah. So how, how is he, that testing for a grizzly bear though? How right here, that's that's <laughs> solid that right there. <laughs> that's oh the my best gosh. one. This yeah, guy's I picture that being hit. speedy in it. But that can't be good to take that kind of force. No. Yeah, yeah the no. force of that vehicle, yeah. your insides that, are that, going that. The physics, that has to be burned off somewhere. Yeah. And, yes. and the, the only thing to, to burn it off is internal organs. Yes. Look at that. How did that break his arm? That, that <laughs> is unbelievable. Uh, that's pretty good. Though. I don't see how that's testing for a bear. Would you, a, would you rather yeah. get hit once like that or sit in the traffic for an hour? Oh, you can get, get hit, hit like that, that all day. You get hit like that. <laughs> I prefer it. Not even close. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Now, Bubba, I saw this today. Um, you know, anytime you see Chick-fil-A in the news, you, you're not sure how it's going to go. And I just, I just keep hoping and praying, uh, you know, when 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 a company that we all love is handed over to the kids, I just I, you know I always this has nothing to do with this story today. I'm just saying that as sidebar. I'm well, always, we, we've seen it before. I, I mean, that's, that's... I'm always concerned about the state of a product that somebody's mom and daddy, uh, you know, put together and and they did it in a certain way and then they hand it over to the kids and the kids ruin it. Uh, but but that, <laughs> but this has nothing to do uh, with this story today. What what's happening today is we 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 have a, a Chick Fil A employee that. Uh, was ready for action. Yeah. Well, we had a Chick-fil-A employee that swung into action, Rick, and manhandled a would-be carjacker wow. using MMA-style headlocks ah. to prevent him from stealing a car at a location in Florida. So I guess this is at the store. Yeah. Are they in the line? No, it's, a, it's Fort Walton Beach. You had that right. Uh, the lady is at her car, and she's trying to remove her child from the car seat when a man comes up and demands her keys and she kind of resists. And so he grabs her keys. It says from her, her waistband, I, I guess maybe her pocket or something. That's when she started screaming for help and tried to get away from the car. He then tries to get in the car or SUV. That's when the employee ran over and saw what was going on and tackled the man. Uh, so and this, held him down. This is a good Samaritan who just happened to work at Chick. Correct. Yeah, he's got okay. the like the high res uh, suspenders on flag, and all that. Flagging vest. Yeah. Uh, but, so but, so he's not. Is this carjacking attempted at a Chick Fil A? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 I, I thought I asked that a minute ago. You did. That's what you were asking. Okay. No. Okay. No. You. Yeah. But she wasn't in line. She was just in a parking parking spot. So we have video. Let's look at it. And that's where it picks up. Right where speed. Yeah. So they're on the ground tussling and gussling, and looks like he oh, goes for the guillotine here. Oh, boy. And, <laughs> Adler uh, knows the moves. Uh, top of the crack to the carjacker. Yes, yeah. indeed. Oh, here comes some more employees. All right. So but Quick, hit him with a chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, here in a Shut second, this is uh, just a bystander in, in the car. They're going to roll the window down. You can hear a little bit. Another lady comes up holding a baby uh, and starts hollering at the man. Oh, really? Yeah, um, she, she berates the guy yeah, who's trying to Yeah, really mug. does. It's um, great. So they they're not really helping him out to subdue him though. Uh, no. Here we go. What she's about to let the guy have it here, oh. Ver- verbally. She had a baby. In her hand. The Chick Fil A guy saying, "Look, I got this." Oh wow, she's really mad. 
and she's got a baby in her she's hand. Is that Blair and Karen? I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. This is in Gardendale, isn't it? Right. She Rick. walked over there to give him the business, right? Boy, yeah, she did. she did. So the guy ends up getting, running away. Uh, oh, he because, gets away? Well, what? he was sitting up. And well, the guy, the guy runs away, and then the county, sh- they they quickly get him because he was just right there. So the uh, you can tell they're trying to call nine one one. Well, don't turn him there. loose to to to, they, to the log. But this uh, up with a waffle fry and stick a sandwich in his mouth. Yeah, he'll stay. I believe this employee's been recognized by the county sheriff's department. Oh, of course. And, and, you know, just for the good Samaritan he yeah. was on, on going. And that guy needs to be locked up for such a long time. None of us have to worry about him again. The lady told and the baby agrees. And with. I don't care if he's overcrowded or not. That's yeah. right. And if you're upset he about got what, that meth look about him. So yeah, yeah. oh yeah, Greg, uh, what were you doing in Fort Walton? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so back. My little sore. What moves was he using? The the MMA moves. Yeah, it looks like he went for a guillotine, which is just kind of like a headlock that's in <laughs> you know in front when somebody's kind of leaning uh-huh. over. He tried to go. And he held on to it. Granted, he didn't fall in a way that he should have where he could really sunk that bad boy in. But, yeah, um, yeah we'll see how his body's kind of across. Oh, yeah, he's, lost now, his, he's lost his leverage. There yeah. you go. Now he's now he's good. Now he postures up, and the guy's just the guy's locked. I he, think I could have got away from that guy. You could have. I, so well, that guy got away from that guy. So this, something, about the, <laughs> something about the lady with the baby on her hip walked over and just yell at him. I love that another mama, it started dawning on her that he, he went after a mama <laughs> right. with a baby. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. and she's going to take time to get on him the same way she gets on the umps at the games on the weekend. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, same she's voice. had practice. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Gordon is the employee. Uh, he says to... he's worked at Chick-fil-A since December of 2016 as the speed of services director. The speed of service. And and the same profile uh, on the website, he lists his favorite quote as, don't make other people do something you can do yourself. He's married with a daughter. And he's got the reflective vest on, so he must work that outside. And don't uh, forget, a lot of these places, they were were trying to give vaccinations and uh, COVID testing. They went to Chick-fil-A to get, get how they could do it quicker. Right. Uh, do y'all want to hear the the lady one more time? I kind of yeah, do. Yeah, it'd be great. And if you ever find yourself a, a, a woman holding a baby is screaming, how dare you, to mm. you, then you did something wrong. You really oh, did. Oh, you, yeah. 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 you did. Yeah. Trust me on that one. How dare you scare her? How like dare that? you she got scare her? Got a baby her. in her hand. She should have. They should have just let her work him over. Yes. If, if her, if, if she could have handed her baby to somebody, somebody hold my yeah. baby and went and went <laughs> start punching him. Hey, somebody hold this baby and going in there and gave him a little swift I kick or something. That at all. I would have loved it. What if the guy's sentence includes that this woman shows up at the sale every day and <laughs> dogs to kick again. you right in the butt? She sounds like the lady that co- cornhole. Yes. I, thought, I, I think it may be the same woman. Yeah. yeah. Phone calls are next. All 10 lines are available. All topics on the table. Uh, we haven't done a phone troll today, so we'll, we'll do troll format this time. The guy was like, you're choking me, and the other guy was like, my pleasure. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. There it is. Tennis update. I, I played with you, Bubba. I played with you. <laughs> See, here, bail out. One of the, here's what I want to happen, okay? I've asked Bubba kindly. I said, can you and I just go to your office and sit down during a commercial break 
and sincerely talk about this. Right. Me and you. Right. Because Rick's not going to go the segment without bringing up football, and these two right. are going to make fun, and I'm going to sit in the middle and not know who I want to draft with. Yeah. Oh, right. So <laughs> you see what I'm choice. saying? Wait a minute. Because I'm, I'm going to enjoy all of it, but I don't know what to do because okay. it is Roger Federer and it's Bubba. So, I just want one, when he's done talking, I just want Speedy to give us an impersonation of him. That's all I want. So Speedy has to do an impersonation of Federer? Yeah. Federer. Roger Federer. I want, I want Federer. you to concentrate the great. on how he talks. Fedora. He was known as the great one. He's right. known and, the conductor. Uh, he has announced his retirement after the <laughs> – uh, the next look is it the Laver Open that he said he was no, Laver in? Cup. No, Laver yeah, Cup. He says it is. Is, is that mixed up? What is it? Think of uh, you know how the the golf has the oh, yeah. Ryder Cup. Right. Think of the Laver okay. Cup as the same thing in tennis, and so you have uh, Europe against the world. Okay. John McEnroe's a captain, and Bo- Bjorn Borg is a captain, okay. and then all these other guys play for each. How does so, it stack up with so, uh, Boris Becker? So Fed's going to do that, and uh, <laughs> you know he's he's. At one time, was the greatest tennis player. He's he's no longer uh, leads in Grand Slams, but he's Dang definitely it. been one of the most smooth tennis players over the years. Yeah. yeah. What about Jimmy Fish? You know, I had a chance to go down to. Uh, Are you going to play my video that we're just and, waiting to play and be a partner with him in the uh, this, in the thing that Virgin do? Galactic puts on? Is this Speedy doing? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's he's, he's guessing it. what he thinks he'll sound. Right, right. right. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead. Let's hear it from Roger himself. All right, so here we go. Uh, to my tennis family and beyond. Work on it. Of all the gifts that tennis has given me over the years. The greatest, without a doubt, has been the people I've met along the way. My friends, my competitors, and most of all, the fans who give the sport its life. Today, I want to share some news with all of you. As many of you know, the past three years have presented me with challenges in the form of injuries and surgeries. I've worked hard to return to full competitive form, but I also know my body's capacities and limits and its message to me lately has been clear. I am 41 years old. I've played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt. And now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive career. The Labor Cup next week in London will be my final ATP event. I will play more tennis in the future, of course, but just not in Grand Slams or on the tour. This is a bittersweet decision because I will miss everything the tour has given me. But at the same time, there is so much to celebrate. I consider myself one of the most fortunate people on earth. I was given a special talent to play tennis, and I did it at a level that I never imagined for much longer than I ever thought possible. So there you go. There, there, there. Is it me or do you sound like a robot? No. <laughs> Well, remember, he's doing it in English, which is not maybe his, he's his not. Primary maybe language. he is a robot. That's why right. so uh, good. Imagine us trying to give a speech yeah, yeah. and sound that good in a foreign oh, language. Oh, can you imagine? Can you? So, you know, when we, Latin. we when can't I even fr- speak our own language. When I first got into tennis, uh, Fed was when the I walking went. boss. I mean, he was number one. He was undisputed champion. Uh, we went to the U.S. Open. I carried Betty up there before I ever started playing. And first person we saw playing when we walked in was Roger Federer, and he was. He was smooth and uh, he was fun to watch. He was good for the good for the sport. You know what's funny is we all know him as the smooth gentleman that you just saw, but there there was a time in his career, real early on, where he'd smash a racket. He's kind of a turd on the court, and people hothead. When yeah. you see him now or over the last ten years, but you saw him prior, you think so. This guy's going to be the gentleman that we all at some point call the maestro. Um, so it, it almost makes me think, who are we watching now 
that is a bit of a hothead that we're going to be talking about 10, 15 years from now in this manner. But he, he really got I'm good. I'm thinking Michael Hams. He really no. got good no. when he got his emotions under control. That's Correct. when he took Well, over. and that's why. Uh, that's I'd why like to hear from him on what he thinks about see, it. See, this is why, <laughs> Bubba, I, we can't have a serious conversation. When you right? What's I kind of want to hear from him how he feels I about it. Say, so how do you feel about it, Roger? I've... <laughs> I'm gonna really miss the game. <laughs> he can't even make a run. He's an optical. And you know what? You really you got it close. You're not that far off. With. I remember the U.S. Open. I saw Betty with the face sitting next to my daddy. I said, "Wow, he looks smooth and thought, what a gentleman." He made me play hard, and I love the face. <laughs> Thank you, Roger. Thank you, Lodka. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's off taxi. No, it was. Speedy, your impressions continue to amaze me. A man <laughs> of a thousand boards. It's almost like, Speedy, yeah. it's almost like you slip into their skin. Yeah. He does. He I does. How you do it. I know oh, yeah. Bubba and Helmsy are serious, and I love them for that. Yes. <laughs> but, but Helms, to your Andy, point, the you, you and Bubba need to go somewhere and have a serious conversation yeah, at some point. Because, I know, look, Roger has been. Look, the, the conductor, he's, he's leaving. <laughs> It's not the conductor. <laughs> the maestro. Oh. Right? We're right. headed to another good night look Great. at that moment. The maestro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought uh, same thing. Yeah. But you know, Rick, I, I did get invited to go to the mm, uh, – what's the cup mm. that, that uh, Sir Richard Branson has down there? Mm-hmm. And no. I'm not going to say the place that it's played at. It's Necker ne- Island. Yeah. Well, that and there's Careful. a bay there, too, that I'm not going to go into oh, detail okay. on. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if it's Necker or not. I just, Is that the same yeah, one? No, it's a Necker cup. Is oh, it okay. was that next right. island? Is that but, island you know, over it, by Epstein's? It got destroyed <laughs> oh, in one of the hurricanes. <laughs> but you could go and uh, and be paired up with some of these guys and play in like a three day thing, and you get to have dinner with Sir Richard Branson. How much that and some cost? Of you. Well, that was the that key. Was that's the, why that's I didn't get. To, that's so why I didn't get right to up go. to the prize. Oh, yeah, wait a minute, Baba, you should have come and played with I, me. I will never forget. <laughs> When they caught when they called me, I thought I was being pranked by y'all. By the way, because it was this guy that with heavy a British one. accent, mm-hmm. and he was inviting well, was me to speedy. the island. It was probably speedy. yeah, and it was it was speedy throwing never, his you'd, voice. You'd never known. Right. And he told me what the price was, and I said, "Well, you know what? I'll have to get back with you." Thank that. you for including oh, it, me. It was like a hundred grand. Let me sell the condo. Jump change. But if you be down there with the conductor. you know they they had uh, like the head guy Oracle was there the. The head guy at Microsoft at the time. The, oh, you'd have fit right in. Uh, I mean, it, it was all yeah. these people all that guys. were in, mm-hmm. you know, and and they all went and played in this tournament and uh, name and stayed on a stayed on a bit. I mean, it was a cool deal. Bubba to hit know? the court with the rig and Bubba shirt on. The, the key is, I was not in that group, Speedy. I didn't get to go, so that that was kind of hey, the point of that. Those comment. are those moments in life where you know where you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's definitely you realize where right. you are in the pecking order, yeah. and I was not in it. Yeah. Well, they thought you were. They gave you a call, right? You should have went. Mm-hmm. Well, could have sold the condo and gone. I figured it. Yeah. You know, I, it was. Uh, there he is. <laughs> there could he you is. could you put one of Bubba playing and him together? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Can you Photoshop Bubba right up under that one arm? <laughs> yeah. Like they they pals. <laughs> right. Give me a hug. Yeah. There you go. Hey, Roger. You know that reminded me because we were talking about liver and all that stuff the other day, and I, I was asked if I ever took a, a bad hit to my liver or anything. Uh-oh. And I, I, did, I said no, I didn't think about it. And then I thought about playing against Marty Fish. He hit me with an overhead at the net. That was well. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So uh, we've got um, the, the ongoing series, Bubba. You know, nobody loves a cookbook 
uh, more than our audience. Uh, and um, uh, the Simply Happy Cookbook by Steve and Kathy Ducey. Uh, there's a Happy Cookbook series. We've already mentioned the last one. We, we were talking with the Deuce uh, uh, back, uh, gosh, I guess it was early on in the in the pandemic because I remember he was uh, at his home yeah, walking yeah. around and all that wasn't going to work. But anyway, the, the, the new one is now out. And uh, Steve Ducey is joining us to discuss the latest installment in the Happy Cookbook series. Uh, Deuce, welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show. Hey, great talking to you guys. I'm actually in transit. There's a lot of. Have you heard? There's actually a lot of traffic in New York City. No. Yeah, we've heard a little something about oh, that. Oh, I never, I never knew that. I think to take a break, I'll drive in Atlanta. Now, are you driving or are you just riding? <laughs> Uh, I am at, I'm I'm in an Uber and uh, there goes my Dunkin' Donuts right there. That's the one. <laughs> There's my favorite. <laughs> oh, that's uh, America runs on Dunkin's and so does the Fox and Friends show. We, we have uh, we have about three deliveries every morning, so we love that place. We all wear it well. Yeah, you do. You really do. Um, So we'll talk at length on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, but we wanted here on the big show uh, for the audience to at least find out in case, you know, there's some people out there that may not be able to get the podcast this weekend, but, but this is pretty straightforward. I mean, I mean, these, these cookbooks are, are fabulous. They're very well done. We're looking at the latest. Thank you for sending us one. Um, And uh, I I guess now it's time for more Ducey recipes and also some more family pictures and more uh, stories of, of the Ducey family. Now, how, how many cookbooks is this, Steve? This is the third cookbook, and every cookbook's got 100 recipes. So we have done, for America, 300 recipes. And I know um, Speedy, uh, your guy there in the studio with you, he actually made one of, as a public service, he made one of the recipes, his wife yeah. made one of the recipes for brisotto, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, one of the producers made it up at Fox and Friends. Hmm. She had some leftover Brussels sprouts and some cauliflower rice. She put it together and made absolutely the best side dish uh, in the entire cookbook. And it, and we were trying to name hmm. it. It's like, what should we call it? And it was like, well, it's Brussels sprouts and like uh, rice risotto. So it, it became risotto. Yeah. A brosa. So that's a vegetable thing. But Rick and Bubba, the number one thing, and we're going to make it tomorrow night on Fox Nation. I think this cookbook's signature dish is lasagna grilled cheese sandwiches. Hey! Mm. That sounds good. Well, it really does. I mean, you love a grilled cheese. You love lasagna. The only thing that's missing from inside the bread is the actual noodles and you don't need noodles because you've got butter toasted bread on the outside it is fantastic uh, because in our first cookbook we did uh, a lasagna because my wife made lasagna on our first date <laughs> and at the end of the first date after a delicious meal we talked for hours and i said now you're you're gonna think i'm crazy but one day this was the first day one day we will be married and she said, that's nice. Please leave. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, and thanks for taking away, you know, the stereotype that uh, a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. <laughs> right, right. You've well, li- I, I left out the part on, on the first date. Uh, she was new in Washington, D.C., and she had never made, she made me lasagna. And uh, by the way, 
40 days later, after that first date, we were engaged. And four months later, we were married. And that was like 37 years ago. Wow. Uh, Whirlwind. I I know. But that first date, um, she was making lasagna. She had never made a lasagna in her life. And so she got the Betty Crocker cookbook or whatever she was cooking out of. And she Mm. preheated the oven to a part. And she went in the other room and did something. Came back. The oven was on fire because what she did not know was because it was a new apartment, uh, she was supposed to take the owner's manual and all that uh, stuffing and, and the packing stuff out of the inside of the oh, oven. No. And apparently the, the <laughs> apartment building didn't do it. So, poof, oven flames. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, that's a hot date. For sure. I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, I think I just heard that Steve Ducey's 37 year marriage was built on the foundation of lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, well, it, we know she cooked lasagna, which was the way to his heart. But right. what did he do to win her over? Yeah. yeah, yeah no, that's right. the part we don't get. Yeah. Was yeah. it just dashing good looks? <laughs> I, I told her, honey, someday I will be the father of. Of your children, and one of them will grow up to uh, be a reporter at the White House. And that was what cinched the deal. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.